Hey, this is Dr. Evans Kariuki. Welcome to Firebrand Nation. Your life will never be the same as you go through these teachings. These are teachings for soul winners. Here at Firebrand Nation, we believe that we are called to reach one soul every second. This podcast is designed for soul winners who hunger and thirst to see the lost come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. This is part of 21 Days Prayer and Fasting. So these previous teachings that I have been teaching the Word of God, and we've been going through different scriptures on prayer and fasting. And we're talking about living a fasted lifestyle. Living a fasted lifestyle. Amen? Living a fasted lifestyle. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. All right. Let us go through different years where I'm going to pick up. Let's go through different manifestations of demonic activity. Remember, our main scripture for this section is Jesus said, these don't go out, but by prayer and fasting. They're demonic spirits or their powers that you cannot overcome just by living an ordinary life. There are things that will require prayer and fasting. There are victories in your Christian life you will not achieve unless you have prayer and fasting. I met somebody who asked me, why, why do you fast? Why do you fast? Uh, and why do you fast for long periods of time? And the, the, the genesis of the conversation was, hasn't Jesus finished everything? Jesus has done everything for us. Why don't you just rest in his victory? And there are several reasons. Jesus, number one, said we need to fast. When he's not with us, the Bible says, when he's not with us, we need to fast. The Bible says you don't fast while the bridegroom is with you. You don't fast while your master is with you. So Jesus said we're going to fast. Then the Bible says that when you fast, not if you fast, when you fast, the next point that people oppose is also fasting is works. You cannot, you cannot win your salvation by works. That is true. I cannot be saved by works. But after I'm saved, get to work. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 3, I know thy works. The Bible says in the book of Revelation that you will be judged by your work. So once you're saved, not to get saved, but once you're saved, you better do what? Get to work. Get to work. We are all his workmanship. And we are all his workmanship. But guess what? His workmanship created to work. Created to work. We are all, he worked on us so we can work on others. We were saved so we can save others. Amen. So work in your Christian life is important. Do not believe that doctrine that we don't need to work. Oh, please. It's very vital to do the work of God. Amen. So what does, how do demonic spirits and satanic spirits manifest themselves? How does evil work and how does it manifest itself? Spirits of wickedness. Matthew chapter 12, verse 
22 to 30. Matthew 12, 22 to 30. Thank you, Jesus. Actually, let's focus on, let's focus on verse 25. And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. And if Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then shall his kingdom stand? And if Beelzebub casts out, the, if by Beelzebub, if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Jesus was, Jesus was G, man. He says, if I cast out devils by Beelzebub, whom does your children cast them out? Therefore, they shall be your judges. But if I cast out devils by the spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. If I cast out devils, how? By the spirit of God. Mark that down. We cast out devils by the spirit. You get demonic, you get power of a demonic spirit by the spirit of God. Or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods? Except he first bind the strong man. That's where we were yesterday. He first bind the strong man. Then he will spoil his house. You don't take authority of a demonic spirit that you haven't bound. You first bind the strong man. Amen. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Then the Bible says, he that is not with me is against me. He that is not with me is against me. Underline that. We're going to talk about that here shortly. And he that gathereth not with me scatters abroad. There is no middle line. He that is not with me is against me. And he that gathers not with me scatters abroad. I have used this scripture against one government official in Knoxville. I said, if you're not helping me with this work, just know from today you're against me and against the church of God in Knoxville. We had struggled to get some paperwork for our men's house. And I was like, you guys are acting like I'm going to do something wicked. And I said, now let's, let's just draw the lines clearly so we understand where we both stand. If you're not willing to help the church, what you're saying is you're against the work of God. Don't, 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 don't pretend to be nice to us and you're not helping us. He that is not with me scattereth abroad. is against me and scattereth abroad. Wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men but the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. And whosoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven of him. But whosoever speaks against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven of him, neither in this world or in the world to come. Amen? Neither in this world or in the world to come. 
let us review certain concepts in this scripture. The first concept is in verse 25. Every kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. Every kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. For you to understand what you're dealing with, you first need to understand what kingdom you are in. What kingdom you are in. What seat of authority are you sitting in? The Bible says we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. The Bible says in the book of Luke chapter 9 that he's given us power. He's given us power. So you must understand where your authority comes from. And our authority, according to the scriptures, comes from the spirit of God. The reason why we have authority is because we have the spirit of God. We have the spirit of God. And that's what gives us authority. Are we flowing together? When you have the spirit, you have authority. The Bible tells us that you have been given authority to tread on serpents and scorpions. Luke chapter 10, verse 19, write it down. I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and overcome the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So when you're taking authority over manifestations of these spirits, over Beelzebub and the pits of hell, you're taking it from that seat of authority and saying, hey, this is who I am. So the spirit is what gives us that authority. Amen? The spirit is what gives us that authority. We have already talked about binding. We've already talked about casting out and spoiling him. And now let's continue with those manifestations. The first manifestation of demonic spirit that you take authority over is the works of the devil. The devil. What does the devil mean? The devil means evil spirits that come to spoil. Evil spirits that come to spoil. It's like when the devil is in operation, it's every, it's just like things are just being spoiled out of nowhere, out of nowhere. And sometimes I'll tell you this, I've seen Christians make this mistake. The devil is spoiling an area and you as an authority, you decide, oh, I'm just going to talk. I'm just going to sit and talk to people. We are going to talk about it. Talking is not bad, but sometimes talking does not establish authority. There are times when you see the devil in operation and you must say, as the this and this, I say this is what we are doing. As the man in this house, as the father in this house, I say this is what you're doing. What you're doing there is establishing authority and every demonic spirit must submit. 
as the senior pastor, this is what we're doing. As the mother, did you know when mom told you, you're going to do it because I, I told you so, because I'm your mom. And we ain't got to have 20 excuses and 20 reasons. Mom was establishing authority. Are you understanding? That is to establish authority. You do not overcome demonic spirits by many counseling sessions. You will talk and talk and talk and there's devilish activity. We must learn to put our foot down and say, by the way, I'm doing this out of my authority. Are you understanding what I'm preaching today? How many of you know where you have authority? How many of you know you have authority according to 10, Luke 10, 19? Lift up your hands and declare, I take my authority. I take my authority as a man. I take my authority as a mother. I take my authority as a department head. I take my authority as a pastor. Come on and declare your office, declare your office. I take my authority as the mother of these children, as the father of these children. Come on, step into your seat of authority in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Wherever you have responsibility, declare that authority right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I take authority as a wife against all powers of the devil in the mighty name of Jesus Christ to the glory and to the honor of the almighty God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, and amen. Church, devilish spirits will have you chase things around until the day you stand and take authority. Are you understanding how devilish spirits can cause confusion and you don't even know where it's coming from? Yeah, take authority, take authority. And for those who are going to be or are pastors, a pastor or a shepherd is a place of authority. And you don't have to explain yourself a thousand times. You don't sit with the sheep and tell them why you're taking them to steal waters. You say, hey, this is where we are going. Can we go eat? And can we go enjoy the goodness of God? Amen. I have seen so many good things be cut off because of trying to help to make someone understand. But sometimes there's demonic activity. You cannot understand when the devil is oppressing people, you understand. When the sheep have ticks, you have to hold that sheep by force and remove the ticks. Amen. And that takes authority. All right. Deuteronomy 32 verse 17. Deuteronomy 32 verse 17. Devilish spirits also require sacrifices. It is important to identify when there has been a shift, when there has been a shift on where we are focusing our sacrifice. These other gods also require their false altars and their false uh, anointings also require sacrifices. I wonder if this is sinking into someone's spirit. I wonder if someone is being awakened, awakened to it. You know, someone said, Pastor, I was so tired after work, I couldn't make it to church on Wednesday. But that same Wednesday, you did not go to sleep at seven. You stayed up till 11 p.m., midnight, 
till 1 p.m., but you miss church. What you are doing was sacrificing for something else. Are you understanding? Oh, but pastor, it's just missing church. Is it really? Is it really just missing church? It is very easy for your heart to be directed to something else. Very easy, very easy for your heart to be directed. I, I shared with you a very heart-wrenching story about a man called Evan Roberts yesterday. Evan Roberts, great preacher, but one small mistake. And he went to spend this vacation at this lady's ranch and he never got back to the pulpit. Never got back to the pulpit. Be very careful what you're sacrificing for. God desires our sacrifice. God desires our labor and our sacrifice. Devils, devils are also cast out. Mark chapter one, verse 34. And he healed many that were sick of diverse diseases and cast out many devils and suffered not the devils to speak because they knew him. Devils are cast out. They are not negotiated with. They are not canceled out. They are not talked out. They are rebuked. They are bound. They are rebuked and they are cast out. Also write, out, write down Mark 16, 17. Mark 16, 17. Also note that these devil demonic spirits, oh, church, this one is good. Devils also speak. That is why devils love bodies. They love bodies. They love getting into somebody. They speak. It's like they talk. They also talk. And when someone is possessed by devils, they will say things that you cannot imagine. You cannot imagine them saying things like that. They speak. They talk. And please, not all devils. You know, people sometimes, they think demonic spirits sound like they do in horror movies. No. Sometimes a demonic spirit will change someone's voice to just be soft and nice and calm. But what you want to watch, what you want to watch for demonic manifestations, you want to watch someone's body language. You want to watch their eyes, their facial expressions. Because when someone is under the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, somebody that you know, you can tell who they are. When they are under demonic influences, you can also tell something is not right with this person. They are being oppressed by a devil. You know? And I'm not saying everyone who doesn't keep eye contact is, is oppressed, no. But like, you can tell the shifting, the, the lack of confidence in what they are saying. You can tell, no, this, this is demonic manifestations. So you observe. Also, when someone gets very angry and a demonic spirit takes over, say things they don't mean to say, 
say things that they wouldn't usually say. There's a devil in that action. The Bible says in Mark chapter 16, verse 17, and this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak in new tongues, with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Amen? You cast out devils in the name of Jesus. Also, demonic spirits or devil, devilish spirits can also, the Bible says in the book of Acts, when they saw the apostles, they said very nice things about them. Amen? The, 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 the witch who worshipped Diana said very nice things. Oh, these are the servants of God. These are the people of God. But no, they're, they're demonically infused. Demonically infused. There's a lady in Knoxville who thinks that she's helping uh, groups of people. I don't even want to get into it. But everything that she's involved in is attached to demonic spirits. Demonic spirit. It's like there's no, you don't want peace. You don't want joy. It's like you just want to cause a fracas everywhere. Everywhere. Such spirits are overcome by, by uh, casting them out. Amen. Let us continue. Let us continue. Evil spirits. Evil spirits. Now, evil spirits are also tormenting spirits. Evil spirits. Let me, let me say this. Devils are oppressing. They oppress. They bring depression. They bring someone down, cause you to, to destroy everything. They cause chaos. Evil spirits. First Samuel 16, 14 to 23. The Bible says tormented by an evil spirit. Saul was tormented. Luke 7, 21. Luke 8, 2. Acts 19, 12 to 13. Acts 5, 16. The next one is unclean spirits. These are spirits that operate in uncleanness. They cause you to do unclean things. Unnatural, unnatural things. Unclean, unnatural things. Zechariah 13, 2. You read these scriptures on your own throughout the day. Matthew 10, 1. Matthew 12, 43. Mark 1, 23 to 27. And Acts 8, 7. All right? Deaf and dumb spirits. Deaf and dumb spirits. These are spirits that take the ability to hear and the ability to speak spiritually and physically. Luke chapter 11, verse 14. Mark 9, 17. Matthew 9, 32 to 34. Don't ever lose your shout. Don't ever lose your praise, regardless of what life does to you. Maintain an attitude where you still have authority through declaring the word of God. Blind and dumb. 
blind, spirits that come to blind. Matthew 12, 22, the devil has blinded the mind of the people. Now, church, why am I giving you this? So you pray against them. Most of my preaching is prayers, please. I'm giving you these so when you realize hey, this person is blinded, this person, their authority, their mouth has been silenced. You pray this, these scriptures. Are you understanding? These are prayer points. Most of my teachings are prayer points. They are prayer points. Amen. We said deaf and dumb spirits. We said blind spirits. Next, we said foul spirits. Revelation 18.2. Mark 9.25. Foul spirits cause you, or not you personally, or they cause somebody to become foul. They become foul and destroy other people's things. The Bible says, Mark 9, 25, when Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out and enter no more into him. He rebuked the foul spirit and said unto him, thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. Foul spirits also try to hinder your belief system, what you believe. Amen? You look at a situation and you're like, is this ever going to change? Amen. All right, let's keep going. Lying spirits. First Kings 22, 22 to 23. Spirits of infirmity. Spirits of infirmity. Sickness and disease is not of God. It's of the devil. Luke 13, 11. Spirits of divination. Spirits of divination. And spirits of divination are spirits of the serpent or the snake. And in scripture, the Bible calls this the python spirit, python. It comes to choke away the breath of God. Divination, divination. Fortune tellers, Acts chapter 16, verse 16. Acts chapter 8, verse 9. Spirits of python and fortune telling. The reading of the stars the reading of your future, the reading of oracles, the reading of Ouija boards, the reading of palms. Let me read your palms and tell you what your future will be. This, your hands were made for laying hands on the sick and they recover. Your hands were made for possessing. Your hands were made for working and building, not for reading and telling your future. Spirits of divination, also operate like Janice and Jambres. Amen? Seducing spirits. Seducing spirits are also religious spirits. First Timothy 4.1. They come to seduce. To seduce. Seducing spirits. 
their religious spirits. They also bring false doctrine and twist the word of God. This is what God meant. This is what he said. But their aim, their aim is to take away the anointing, to seduce you not to serve God. Read the story of the young prophet who was deceived by a prophet with an evil spirit. All right. Very quickly, lunatic spirits. Matthew 17 and Mark chapter 9. These are the ones that cause you to cut, cause people, sorry, to cut themselves, cause them to, to uh, have suicidal thoughts. So church, what I'm teaching you is when you see these things happen, bind this spirit, a lunatic and mad spirit, and cast it out. A husband with a good family wants to lose everything over nothing. That's madness. Madness. Antichrist spirits. First John 4, 3. They don't believe in Christ and they don't believe Christ is the Lord. The spirits of the world. Wildliness. First Corinthians 2, 12. When you see church members and people around you just begin getting so wildly into relating wildliness, cast that out. The spirits of error, spirits of error, 1 John 4, 6, spirits of fear, 2 Timothy 1, 7. And the spirit of fear is destroyed by teaching people that they are Abba's children, Abba's children. Don't you know God loves you? Why are you afraid? He loves you. He loves you. The perverse spirits or spirits of perversion. Isaiah 19, 14. And familiar spirits. Familiar spirits. 1 Samuel 28, 7 to 8. A spirit that devalues the anointing. Familiar spirits devalue the anointing. Are we together? Thank you, Jesus. All those spirits we take and identify and cast them out. Lift up your hands and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we take our spiritual authority as we are learning through this time of, oh, sorry. No, you're going too fast. Okay, okay, okay. So what do we need to do? All right. I'll make sure that we, we touch on those again. Amen? All right. You want to get a copy of notes? <laughs> I told you why I don't give out notes anymore. <laughs> Pray for me. Pray for my heart to heal about that. Amen? <laughs> and I'll give out notes. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. No, I actually want to do that because when I give notes, we flow together. And then you can go home and read. It makes a good atmosphere. So I want to do it. I really do. I really do. So I pray we get back there. So we're going to, I'll, I'll talk to Pastor Ashley and see what direction to go with the notes. Amen. Let us pray. Let us pray. Tomorrow we'll have a response. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I thank you, Lord, that uh, unbelief is being destroyed as we learn your word. As we are praying and fasting, we are taking authority over demonic spirits. Lord, your word says this do not go out but by prayer and fasting. Thank you, Lord, as we pray and fast.
we're taking authority over these foul spirits, over all the spirits of darkness and spirits of divination. And we thank you, Father, that you're increasing our authority in your kingdom. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. To the glory and to the honor of the Almighty God. Thank you so much for joining us. I truly believe you have been blessed. If you have enjoyed this episode and would like to join Firebrand Nation, the movement, connect with us on social media at Firebrand Nation. Go to our website at www.firebrandnation.com. Remember, alone I'm a flame. Together we are a fire. Like, share, and distribute this so that others could be blessed. God bless you.